They're making our food out of people. Next thing, they'll be breeding us like cattle for food. You gotta tell them. You gotta tell them. Promise, Tiger. I promise. I'll tell the exchange. You tell everybody. Listen to me, Hatcher. You gotta tell them. Silent breed is people. We gotta stop them somehow. And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Boeuf Bourguignon, French beef stew in red wine. We're going to serve it with braised onions and mushrooms and a wine dark sauce. A perfectly delicious dish. Well, we could put in a little more tomato paste or a little more thyme. In this case, we're fortunately find it's just right. Now for the thickening of it. Now we want to get our pan hot and we're going to saute it in this first until it's brown and then we're going to put it in this pot into which we're going to cook it in the oven. Now this is going to go in a 325 oven and it should cook very, very slowly, just at the bare simmer. And once it's in, except for checking the oven to make sure that it isn't bubbling and boiling, you don't have to look at it anymore. Then all let the sauce drain out, and then we simply put the stew back into the casserole. There. You're listening to Eat It and Beat It on the Two True Freaks Network. I love the Olive Garden and butt fucking. Hello and welcome to Eat It, a podcast served warm on a plate with a nice size of fava beans. I am your host, Chuck Ross, and I am here all the way from the Far East, from the Orient, you to me. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, indeed. Hello. <laughs> we are going to be talking about Long Pig today. Or Hairless Goat, if you can get a hold of a younger specimen. Yes. This is, uh, yes, this is our infamous cannibalism episode hopefully yeah. as infamous as monty python's cannibalism episode yeah it's our it's our, it's our uh, i could almost say that this is would be almost like a two-part uh show of last month's as a, a dive into the uh, 
fetish or macabre yes topic. yes and as we go and the second part of the show we're really yeah. not that cannibalism isn't macabre but it's gonna get darker <laughs> and I, i'd like to start off just just asking you why <laughs> it's a why? food podcast we're gonna have to talk about it eventually you know, we sort of brought it up last last month, so I figured we why did. Not? Yeah, and that's pretty much uh, the uh, how we roll here on Eat It is is why not and uh, cannibalism. Uh, it's it has been around for as long as you know people have been around. There there have been you know there's evidence that dates back to uh, to Neanderthals eating you know cro-magnum or or you know that they would eat each other and uh you know charred bones found in fire pits so it, it has always happened but but throughout history uh mankind eating mankind or humans eating humans has only basically happened uh a if you were starving and you really needed something to eat b you would often take strips of meat from your enemies to consume their power after you, you kill them in battle or see you're just fucking crazy you just got a hankering for your neighbor yeah. and and i've got some uh you know we're gonna look into uh what you know let's get this out right now first of all i do not condone I don't want you to go out there and eat people. Okay, this is just a conversation. You were just talking about I personally have never had a slice of my fellow man or woman, but women do taste better from the research that I did because they're they're uh men more can fat? eat well they it, have a higher they have more fat. They don't they have more fat and, and according to my reading, you know, they, they uh proportionally more fat. Proportionally more fat, marbling. And men can be a little bit gamier and tougher because uh, we tend, some of us, some of us tend to do a little more work. That, not that um, women don't, let's get that. By the way, I for one would probably be tasty, but uh, you, if you are going to eat someone, you would probably want to pick a woman. Um, that's what my research has told me. So Your research. Yeah, so I, I have researched... Uh, human cannibalism for the past um, week and a half you and gotta be I... careful with that you gotta be careful with that that just yeah. goes, goes right into my uh my entry here is i mean that's how that's how well that's not exactly how but <laughs> they were definitely checking the browsers of one of your hometown boys do you remember the cannibal cop gilberto uh... valet or something i think it was valet I think I do remember the cannibal cop. He was planning to, he was talking about eating his wife, his ex-wife. Yeah. And and I think I do remember this guy. Searching no. search the internet for, you know, for ways rest to kill either. people and butcher them and, you know, all the all the various, how, how, how to um, chloroform a woman, you know, was one of his searches. <laughs> what was his name again? It was uh, Gil Gilberto. Gilberto, cannibal cop. Huh? Gilberto Valle, V A L L E, and they caught. It was kind of infamous. They caught him, and he got set loose because he hadn't done anything. <laughs> I guess and, well, it. Well, a, there are no laws against cannibalism in the United States of America. Wow. No, no laws against cannibalism. The problem is. 
you probably cannot get to the cannibalism without breaking a law, i.e., murder, of, yeah. de- desecrating a corpse. If you eat the, you're, you're, you know, at the, at the lowest tier, you're going to get desecrating a corpse. So, oh yeah, there's no way. I mean, just it, so you got, just so you guys, just as a deterrent to you guys out there, I know a lot of you are hungry right now. <laughs> well, I, I remember when I first came to New York, we had a, um, we had a uh, little clipping on our refrigerator of the infamous German cannibal Armin. Meuse? Muse, I think. Yeah. It's almost like Jason yeah. Muse, but it's spelled yeah. a little different. Who actually put out um, an ad and got over to say, hey, I would like to have somebody come over. I would like to find a well-built man, 18 to 30 years old, to be slaughtered and consumed. <laughs> and he got 200 responses. And after, you know, most everybody backed out, except for poor uh, 41-year-old uh, bur- uh, burned... Uh, Burned brands. Yes, yes, burned brands who agreed to be eaten, and you know they had sex, and then uh, they cut off his penis so he could eat it. Tried and... to bite it off originally. That's what Burn yeah. wanted. That was Burn's fantasy was that it got bitten off originally. But I guess it's kind of hard to yeah, to do. I can imagine. And then they both tried to eat it, but it was raw and too chewy, so they cut it up, cooked it up, and fed it to his dog. Yeah, they cooked it up in butter and garlic, and but they ended up burning it, and they did feed it to the. Uh, to the dog, and you know, his brother, the guy eventually bled to death, and uh, and you know, he was killed, and he hung his body on a meat hook and began carving off meat off of the guy. Over the next ten months, he ate about eighteen uh, kilograms, about forty pounds, of human steak. And in later interviews, he said that uh, he sautéed the steak with salt, pepper, nutmeg, and garlic. Yeah, nutmeg, good for him, because you know, nutmeg is the secret to a good piece of meat. If you didn't know that. Right, you know, he was definitely a gourmet. At least he didn't half-ass it. Yeah, that's yeah, you know, his favorite size were uh, were potato uh, croquettes, Brussels sprouts, and green, with a green bean sauce. And he loved a South African red wine. And he said that you know, for the most part, the meat was a little tough, but otherwise quite good. And it tasted like pork, but with a stronger, slightly bitter taste. And you're going to get that a lot uh, when you when you ask when you do research now um, about what human flesh tastes like a lot of people say that it does taste like pork you would think people would say it tastes like chicken but it doesn't it apparently tastes mostly uh like pork there was a japanese guy that that got caught he got set loose somehow too and he compared it to to tuna that you could you know if you cut it thin enough and laid it on your tongue it would just sort of melt in your tongue it's it has well, I, one guy did yeah, compare it a little uh, to chicken. It's been compared to veal, also. Your your Japanese fellow is Ishi Sagawa, who was a cannibal that walked free. Uh, very very notorious in uh, in Japan. Uh, he met a twenty four year old while he was studying in Paris. He met a twenty five year old Dutch student, and. Uh, shot her and after he was dead he spent two days eating parts of her body and they did let him go they you know he uh he ate the meat of her buttocks raw and said it was tasteless and odorless but it melted on his tongue like raw tuna sashimi just like you said so it was um and after three days witnesses saw him disposing of the body and he was declared insane and put into into an asylum 
and deported back to Japan where they found him sane but evil. So I guess you can be sane but evil and uh, and still get away with it. And, you know, the French refused to hand over the evidence needed for a criminal trial. And they really didn't have much else they could do, but they let him go. And, and uh, he later wrote a book and uh, made quite the name of himself. There's a European guy who did that too, who, who served his sentence of, he was in for like 12 years and then he got out and he's been writing cookbooks ever since and stuff like that. The um, Armin Muse originally got sentenced to 8.5 years was his original sentence. And then Eight point five years. Yeah, and then they and then they they changed it to life sentence. They, so, somebody sobered up and and changed it to a life sentence. And he's become a vegetarian now. Yeah, well, good for him. Good for him. He was I, a total Norman Bates. He had a mannequin of his dead mom and and a uh, room dedicated to her and stuff like that. Well, growing up in California, we. Um, one of the stories that all of us heard was the uh, the story of the Donner Party, mm-hmm. and, and and what that a party was, it was! Yeah, a really shitty party actually, uh, because one asshole decided to take a shortcut uh, that was basically printed on on like a you know the back of a chewing gum wrapper uh, pamphlet they would they would hang out about the golden land of California, and there was no truth to this Donner Pass. It was just totally. They, they were kind of warned about it too. They were yeah, kind of sure. like, "Don't do." A lot of people told them, "Don't do it," but they were just like, "No, no, we've no. got the, we've got the inside yeah. here." You know, it's like it was like a chick comic or something that told them that they can get there and shave a month off of their trip. So they hung around and got stuck in probably the worst, you know, winter in in hi- recorded history. They weren't that far away. Uh, you know, they actually sent out. Um, rescue parties and they made it back but it was so bad they couldn't get back to the Donner party to rescue them that's how bad this winter was so they they uh, went a little crazy and went ahead and started you know eating at first they started eating the dead uh, that had died but then there was some evidence that maybe there was some murder committed and everyone that uh, when they finally did get to these people the survivors were just living in ghoul like holes in the you know in caves and and little shanties and and uh, and the ones that did make it back they never were able to uh, outlive the uh, stigma of of having eaten human flesh but you know un- unless you're put into the situation that they were in I I can't blame them man I don't I don't know what I would do if I was put into that situation. I would probably start staring at people like on the old Bugs Bunny cartoons and seeing yeah. a ham or a chicken, you know. Yeah, like the soccer players in the Andes. Yeah, oh, yeah in the Andes. That was another story. Uh, the movie says that they basically killed one woman just to shut her off from screaming. And they they went ahead and ate her. But, you know, unless you're thrown into a situation, uh, you don't know. The, uh, the Spanish explorers, when they got to the Caribbean, um, to the islands, uh, which is, you know, that's where the name cannibal comes from, is the uh, the Caribe people of the Lesser Antilles. You know, they, they found that, that they practiced, as in a lot of uh, cultures, they would practice, you know, cannibalism of, the, uh, of their enemies. They would smoke their bodies, uh, parts of their bodies, their hearts or muscles on top of green uh, branches just to, just to ingest their power. 
you know, which makes which makes perfect sense. But it it of course it just traumatized these poor Spanish who later went on to kill basically every one of them by diseases and and working them to death in gold mines. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was written about and sent. One of the reasons why they they thought they could go ahead and convert them. Uh, May enslave them because there was no saving these people that would practice cannibalism. But most of them were, it, was, it was all ritualistic back in those days, or at least, you know, in the New World, for the most part. Oh yeah, and then there were stories of the the you know African tribes that were that would practice cannibalism. A couple stories of you know English explorers who went in and. Um, I cannot remember the guy's name, but he, he loved the tribe. He went to visit this one tribe, and he sort of, like, loved them because this was in the, I think, in the aughts, you know. The, you know, the last the last turn of the century. And he was gay, and they didn't care. And he was just like, wow, I'm staying here for the rest of my life. So he sort of, like, decided to live with the, be an anthropologist amongst this tribe. And then in the first three weeks, they, you know, they, they told them we're going hunting and they went and raided another uh, tribe and grabbed a few people and cooked them up. And, and uh, you know, he, he was in the tribe, so he, 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 he ate a little bit. But after that, he was like, all right, I think it's back to civilization for me. Pussy. <laughs> well, if you tried it once, you know, yeah, why, I mean, you know. Yeah, you got it. You already got it in you. I mean, the Hannibal hey, Lecter factor, you know. Want to go back and be persecuted for being gay and and it's uh, like a dog that's an egg sucker. Once they get a taste for eggs, you can never get them off the eggs. Well, I used to work with a Filipino guy that that told me that he used to eat dog. Uh, this is a little off topic, but he used to eat dog, and he said once you once you eat dog, no dog will ever trust you again. And he said, he said, I said, really? He goes, yeah, man, I can't. He goes, we ate dog in the Philippines to keep us warm. And uh, he said that, that he can't, um, every time he goes near a dog, the dog just doesn't, it won't let you pet him. And he knew why, because he had actually tasted dog meat when he was uh, when he was younger. That's why they smell your butt. They don't want, they don't want to make <laughs> yeah. sure there's no dog coming out of there. <laughs> But no, I, I don't know um, how I would how I would cook them, cook people. I, I guess for the my research says you can cook a person pretty much any way you would want to cook a um, any a, kind of meat, any kind of animal, any which, comparable kind of. I, I mean, like when you see the pictures of how they butcher up how you how you would theoretically butcher up a person, and yeah. actually in researching Armin Muse, uh, I ran across a few pictures. <laughs> Because he videotaped the whole process. And I guess the videotapes still aren't around, but there's still pictures from, you know, back in the days of ogreish.com. But it looks like, you you know, like that's probably why they called them hairless lamb because they probably butchered up similar to a lamb. (laughs) Well, you know, it it, speaking of butchering um, brings me to... A little something that I stumbled across: uh, the Church of Euthanasia, the only uh, anti-human church, as they go ahead and uh, tell, uh, about openly anti-human church. Yeah, openly anti-human. <laughs> and their four pillars of of belief are suicide, abortion, cannibalism, and sodomy. 
And they believe, tongue-in-cheek, you later found out, I think. Or uh, penis and butt. Penis and butt, yeah. <laughs> tongue-in-cheek that the world is overpopulated and we need to to save our resources and, you know, get rid of half the population. And they and they talk about that, you know, they're fine with, with um, cannibalism as long as you do not kill the person. They only want to eat people that have died of whatever they don't i don't they, see how that speeds up uh depopulation they, though the, the sodomy might but uh the sodomy will and abortion that, will i guess but i don't yeah. see how cannibalism really slow unless you're actually actively eating live people yeah it could be mass but the breakdown in logic either that or they're being really coy you know yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. we wouldn't want you to kill anybody and eat them no, 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 wink, wink, unless you really don't like them. But uh, <laughs> they've got to, they've got to, if you go to their website, check out the Church of Euthanasia, and you can find out how to actually, the best way to do all this stuff is, um, you know, they, they, let, they let me know that throughout history, human flesh is called long pig or hairless goat, if you get a younger uh, specimen, um, and that it's just basically like any other animal. You know, you can go ahead and, and uh, you want to try and find someone that's between 100 and 200 pounds. Um, e you want to get someone that's easily manageable by one person. And you could, of course, use leverage. You don't want to you don't want to get somebody that's too big or too small to 100 to 200 pounds is the ideal, ideal weight. And, and, you know, no farm animal. You don't want to get someone too old either, because basically no farm animal is ever allowed to age past uh, age for 30 years I mean come on that'd be crazy you don't do that you only want to have uh, 6 to 13 months old is the best slaughtering point for animals so that would mean you're eating a perfectly a pretty young a young kid which are contradicting themselves because they want um, they're saying 100 to 200 pounds and at that age you're not going to find anyone that reaches that but no. they, they want good marbling you know they want good marbling and uh, you would Probably, we personally prefer firm Caucasian women in their early 20s. These are ripe, but tastes vary. And it's uh, it's a very large herd, as they put it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it goes on. You can find out that you shouldn't feed people for... I, I think most of these are probably the same that you want to uh, that you want to use for animals. Don't feed them for 48 hours. You want them to flush out any bodily waste and if you're gonna if you're gonna butcher the somebody you don't want to scare them because that'll toughen up the meat so you want to sneak up behind him and take him out that way according to the church of euthanasia that's the best way to do it even though you're not supposed to no even though you're not supposed to do it <laughs> and you also you also don't want to keep trophies of of what you're going to eat. And, you know, if you no, shoot a, that would make you a serial killer. Yeah, if you shoot a deer, you're going to want to... That would you make want, you Jeffrey Dahmer, you know. Yeah, if you shoot... First of all, you know, a human skull may call uh, suspicious attention to the new owner, which just makes perfectly sense, with perfectly good sense, you know. Uh, and they, the, the brain is not good to eat, they say. Uh, but, you know, I later, I later found out that I think you and I both figured out that this church is more of a performance art... Uh, troop, but you know they they do make some pretty funny funny observations here about how you should how you should butcher your um, 
your newly acquired carcass. Swifty and satire. Oh, yes, of course. Or, uh, like, or like a modest proposal or something. Well, it's stuff everyone knows. I mean, in the male, the penis and scrotum can be pulled away with the body and severed. In the female, the outer lips skinned as the rest of the body. It is important to leave the anus untouched at this point, and the circle of skin should be left around it. The taint! <laughs> leave the taint. <laughs> A lot yeah, of people you, forget to leave the tape. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you don't need to bother skinning the hands and feet because these pieces are basically not worth eating unless you're going to use them in soup. But the skin can be disposed of and made into fried rinds. Boil the strips and peel away the outer layer and cut into smaller pieces and deep fat fry uh, in boiling oil until puffy and crisp. Dust with garlic salt, paprika, and cayenne. So how about that, huh? Crackling. Cajun. Uh... Yep. And like contrary to popular belief, you don't want to eat the boob. Okay? Don't let the boob throw you off. You don't want to eat it because it is composed largely of glands and fatty tissue. And despite its appealing appearance, it is rather inedible. And uh, if you do want to eat something, the ribs. The ribs are a uh, perennial favorite for barbecuing. Divided into sections of several ribs each and cook them as if you would cook any other rib. And you're an expert on ribs. I mean, would you change the recipe or would you pretty much do the same thing? You probably just wouldn't have to cook it as long. Yeah, probably not. And that's you probably the to... only difference. Probably be exactly the same exactly. as any other ribs. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they you Season can... Season for you... pork. <laughs> butcher them and put them in your freezer in in your in your coffin uh freezer i remember when i was a kid you used to be able to go buy you had these stores that would sell you what they called half a cow or a whole cow and it would all come butchered up and you'd have all this meat in your freezer and and 10 pounds of, of hamburger and 20 steaks and rack of ribs and uh, that was really big back then and you could do the same thing with your with your carcass you can go ahead and Put them all in the freezer, and uh, and and you're ready to go for the winter, according to the Church of uh, Euthanasia. So there you have it. I mean, we have. They also did give us, which I, for our recipe section. I was going to say we're so, in the recipe part. We each have a recipe this. Yeah, we each have month. a recipe today. Uh, now they don't mention that this is for people, but uh, they probably didn't want to do that. But it's on their website. It can also be used as a wonderful Bloody Mary mix. Okay, no, they don't. They don't really give it much of a name. But what you want to do is one eight-ounce can of tomato sauce, one six-ounce can of tomato paste, one cup of black coffee, three-fourths cup beer, Killian's Red preferred. It's good beer. Uh, one-fourth cup of fruit juice, citrus uh, juice, pineapple, orange, mango, etc. Two tablespoons of whiskey, one tablespoon of lemon juice, one tablespoon of Worcestershire sauce, one tablespoon of garlic, a tablespoon of vinegar, three jalapenos, this goes on guys, one fourth large onion minced, two and one half teaspoon of liquid smoke, one tablespoon brown sugar, one tablespoon molasses, one and a half tablespoons crushed pepper, one beef bouillon cube, one teaspoon salt, one teaspoon of black pepper, one half teaspoon paprika, one half teaspoon cayenne, three dashes of basil, three dashes of oregano, and 
three dashes of savory ashes of one fine joint. Now, I have no idea what that means. Savory ashes of one fine joint? I don't know. It could be a thickener. But that is a marinade, and doesn't sound bad. I, I think we should probably buy some uh, some pork and do this for the cookout. One maybe we up. can. Maybe we. Maybe that'll be our cookout plan. Is uh, um, cannibal recipes. Cannibal recipes. We can make one from. You know, we can make a Hannibal Lecter. Um. Yeah, some fava beans. Why not? Why nice not? Chianti. I understand you have a um, a favorite recipe. You you gave a new one. I'm going old. You're going old school. Mayan old. Ah, the this Mayan. Is, this yes. is what this is. This is what they used to how they used to cook up the human sacrifices. The Mayans did. Now the thing about this is this soup is still around, but of course it is now made with pork chicken you can make it with just about any meat basically so but it was originally made for a uh, human i mean you might have heard of it it's called pozole pozole yeah we yeah, eat it pozole. all the time yeah pozole it's was it's... originally made for Shit. the flesh of people oh god <clears throat> now of course you know something like pozole it's going to have a lot of different recipes but I found one, I was looking at different pozole recipes and I found one that was, and it was by somebody who was specifically talking about it in the context of the Mayans. Although I, there definitely was a couple ingredients that like, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, the Mayans weren't adding this. But it's it's sort of a, a very basic um, Mexican soup, you know. You make, you make the stock by boiling water you get the water to a rolling boil and you dump the meat in it and then you get it back up to a boil then you turn the heat off and just cover it and leave it for a co an hour or two and then then you remove the meat which is you know like three quarter more a little more than three quarters cooked and then you, you know you boil down your stock a little bit and then it's a just a very simple soup you know there's oregano bay leaves some lime in there lime juice you know um we used to put we used to put hominy in ours. There's hominy in it. Yep, there sure is. And um, ass cheek and ass cheek. Ass cheek was the 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 meat, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we we used to use just regular pork. I'm talking. Your recipe probably has human ass cheek. Oh yes, there. yes. Yeah. And of the course. two things that he added that were like not definitely not Mayan, but you know were made of. The same that he had a, a packet of menudo spice, and sometimes they make this with menudo too. And then uh, he was using the the Cezanne saffron spices. Oh, you can't go wrong with that stuff. That's good stuff. So man. he added some of that. That always makes it. A, that always helps make it a nice orange color too. Oh, it does. It does. And, and of course, salt, pepper, garlic, onion, cilantro, some hominy, and he was adding corn to it too. Perfect. Uh, just just a simple simple Spanish style soup and then then you just coarsely coarsely tear up the meat and throw it in there you know and 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 that's your bowl of soup delicious well you know that's one of the reasons why i stopped going to um chipotle was because they stopped making their um pozole with human flesh and i never forgive them for it and uh, i won't go there again because of it 
Yeah, they used to make it out of the employees who wouldn't do all those stupid, like, welcome to Chipotle. Or is that Ch Chipotle that used to do that? I don't know. I, I might be thinking of a different place. Mo, no, I'm thinking of Moe's. There's another Mo's. burrito place where, like, that, you know, they all yell, hey, welcome to Moe's when you walk in the door and stuff. You know, they have all this stuff that they're supposed to do. I'll eat them right there. Forget mm -hmm. it. You, that place you deserve to be eaten. You deserve to be eaten. Well, there, well, there's our there's our little history of um, our little uh, cannibalism food. I, you know, I don't have a herder uh, recipe this month because uh, he ate a lot of stuff. But yep. if he ate people, he never wrote about. It. I thought about doing Bloody Marys, but um, no. It, I gotta say, I'm very surprised that he did not visit a cannibal tribe. Oh, I'm and sure. And news did. about possibly feeding, <laughs> eating his wife, or leaving her there. <laughs> I should I should have looked I should have looked a little harder because uh, I'm probably sure that I could have found something about that. Going to see a cannibal tribe is a good way to deal with an angry wife. Yep. Well, I'll just be back in a second, honey. I'm going to go out and get some ice cream. <laughs> We're in South America. Don't worry, I'll find it. It may take me a while. You stay here with this guy, okay? One of those big pots from the Bugs Bunny cartoon. You know, you're at a spa. But there, it, 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 everything you wanted to know about a little history of cannibalism, and by no means, uh, don't try it. Just, 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 you know. And if you want a little um, extra added viewing pleasure, you can watch the Hannibal Lecter trilogy and TV show and Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, and, uh, and Cannibal the Musical. There's a look lot up, of cannibal movies out there. A lot of it's out there, man. Look up some of the famous cannibals in history. You'll get a, you'll get a, the 10 most popular ones, some of the ones we've mentioned today. And uh, that's about it. Don't, don't take it any further than that, okay? And, and uh, with that, I'm looking over at the green room right now, and there's two people licking the glass. They're like sweating, and they don't look they don't look right. <laughs> They're... They're chewing and licking at, at the uh, at the glass, which is a bitch. So I said, just that had can't see look in their eyes. I just had it clean too. God damn it! All right, well, we'll uh, we'll have to let him in. All right, so everybody enjoy National Cannibalism Month, and uh, we'll be right <laughs> back. Eat me. <laughs> Hello there, hungry, hungry humans. I'm Maury Clawhammer the Third owner of Maury's post-apocalyptic Soylent Shack. Hey, rich folks, are you sitting in your underground compound wasting away, eating your crappy dehydrated food and wishing that there were mammals bigger than a rat that you can barbecue? Well, you're in luck. Hop into your Tesla tank and make your way through the wasteland to the Soylent Shack. They call it the most dangerous game, but the only thing it's dangerous to are your wallet and your appetite. We got it all. We got Soylent Green, Red, Blue, and Orange. Try our poor boy sandwich with slaw. Sink your teeth into the ginormous sirloin, a full pound of mystery steak, cooked to your specifications. Try our deep fried finger fingers with eight delectable dipping sauces. Fill your gullet with our signature Sloppy Joe or Sloppy Joan, depending on what walks in that week. And hey, poor people, are you sick and tired of fighting off mutants and just want the sweet release of death? Having a hard time feeding your family? Well, you can feed them by feeding our customers. Come to our cattle call on Thursdays, and if you qualify, your family gets free food for a year at Soyberry Farms. 
and you get a last night at Maury's famous house of whores. So battle your way down here for the freshest non-GMO meat with no fillers. Just follow the floodlights to the barbed wire enclosed compound right next door to Maury's human hair wiggery, Maury's Soylent Shack, where meat is your friend, serving you since 2042. Hello and welcome to Beat It, a podcast about pornography. I am your host, Manly Eaton, and I am here with my co-host, Tom Raman. Hello. <laughs> Just add hot water, that's all. Yep, that's it. Easy, easy, gets it through college. Add hot water and just put the lid over and put something heavy on it, so to keep the steam in, and I'll be tasty. Well, all I'm going to say is it's dark in here. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is dark, and uh, I'm going to. Um, you know, we. All right, just lead us in. Tell us what. Tell us what you got, because this is you. Yeah. Well, last month, if you recall, we we sort of decided to sort of just sort of explore some of the weirder avenues of porn on on not. We didn't really go to fetish websites or weird. You know, we went to your standard porn sites to see what the weirdest videos we could get. And, um, you know, we got a, a video, a vor video of a woman being eaten by a snake. And that led us to a subcategory that we decided to sort of um, dedicate to its own show, and that's cannibalism. Por- pornography about cannibalism. Yeah, and... and- at first, our search was for videos, and we did find a few videos of people, crude videos of people seasoning up some young ladies and, like, shining orange light on them like they were being roasted or, or something like that. But I mean, they're out there. But they're no, out there. nothing really, you know, no, nothing nearly as, like, crazy as, say, a movie like Cannibal Holocaust, which isn't pornography, but does graphically have people being eaten in it, you know? I, I did find a rather interesting little film with uh, the music from the Swedish chef on the Muppets show dubbed it. <laughs> bork, <laughs> it bork, bork. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and there was a guy only filmed from his from his um, you know, neck down wearing a, a, a tweed coat getting a chick out of the refrigerator and they just looping that music all around and wound up putting a carrot up her ass and a and a celery stick up her, up her puss, and and stopped her and and threw her in a bathtub and started adding all these ingredients. And they just there was a Swedish chef, work work work, and just just it was that that was pretty good. That one that one was my favorite. That but, sounds more like comedy. Yeah, you but you went uh, a different route, and uh, you found something quite interesting. So. I was having no luck in the video site, so I just decided to go into an internet search, and I found it. Yeah, you Probably did. Probably if I was looking for text, I could have found it, but I found I found it. It was it, it is comic books. Apparently, there is a whole big since since the '80s, and and I'll and I'll have you explain that later on. Um, um, so, category of cannibal comics, and yep. very well drawn cannibal yeah. comics. By someone named Dolset, or some, or other people calling themselves Dolset, and it doesn't always cover cannibalism. It's it's no. basically s- variations uh, like 
extreme variations of S and M iterations. Yeah. I should maybe I should say, but uh, yeah, these long involved comics, and I found a website um, called ziski.com z i z k i dot com slash dolset is their library of dolset comics. Yeah, and, so. Uh, it probably has, what, like 5, 10, 15, 20, oh. 20 full-length comics on here. Use that as your starting off point because um, you can kind of say this episode is um, is our tribute to Back to the Bins, yes. but really filthy, really filthy. Yes. Uh, he, and they, we, they were, were all wish we were bookless, Bill, this month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, what, what, now, what was the name of the comic that we went ahead and decided to uh, to pick? Well, when I went to the site, I'm like, I'll just read the first one on here. And I and after I read it, I said, you know what? I don't have to go any further than this. <laughs> it, this will it, provide a... all the fodder we need. And then I did read a couple other ones just to make sure that this wasn't completely unrepresentative of the other stuff. And no, it's not. It's there. It's it has some key differences to the other ones, which we'll discuss as we get into it. Yeah, but it, it has a lot more in common with them than anything else. So full link comics. We're talking like 34, 36 pages here. This is not some some. Uh, the last time we did a comic show was a Tijuana Bible, and this is not this. These are full link comics. Uh, kinda not. They're very. They're, they're well drawn. I, I thought that they're they're very well. No, he has an appealing art style. Yeah, he has a, like he has a very like his. Um, Physical objects are very well rendered. It's it's a kind of um, um, I don't want to say generic sometimes of the you know. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, but his bodies are very realist, well drawn. I'm trying to remember the. There's another fetish artist who is similar to this, and he used to do stuff for like Cracked Magazine also. Yeah, I'm and, not gonna go as far as to say that this is like the uh the comic of emmanuel uh emmanuel it's not as stylized it's yeah, more it il- illustrative has you know softer touch to it and this you can almost say is probably a little a little rushed at times uh but but it's good i mean it uh, the guy had some he has some chops and uh well the plot of this comic um is uh a guy- for porn yeah, it has a plot. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does have a plot. I mean, you know, a guy and his his wife are just having a conversation. She wants a brand new car, and out of nowhere, he goes, "All right, I'll buy you the car, but you've got to, you know, we're gonna have a little a little bet. You've got to lose was it ten pounds in about in a week? He said week. by by next Saturday. Yeah, by next Saturday, you've got to lose ten pounds, and if you do this. I'll buy you the car. If you don't do this, I'm going to hang you for 20 minutes. And if you survive, well, it you was get like for five minutes for every pound. Yes, yes, that, that yes. She had left. Yeah, and it came out to like 20 minutes. Uh, and his, and for some reason, his his wife is rendered without a face. I mean, everything else is anatomically correct, nicely drawn, but the girl Everybody has Everybody else face. has a face. She'll yeah, have a mouth sometimes if she's, like, brushing her teeth or, yeah. or yeah, kissing right. someone. 
Her lips are there sometimes, but you'll never see anything, no nose or no eyes. Uh, and I was wondering why the heck he decided to do that. Maybe he can't draw women's faces, but he obviously can. What You said you had a take on it. I have a couple different theories about it. Um, one, she's supposed to be a generic stand-in for a woman reading this comic. Mm. Okay, so, so by her being faceless, she can project herself onto her, you know, her own okay. face. It makes her sort of like an open character. It makes her more... Um, two... As we get further on in this story, I think it, these are a lot of these are commissioned or were commissioned by certain yeah. people who had a scenario in mind and what and like maybe sent the illustrator pictures of themselves so that they could be in it. And maybe um, maybe this person didn't pay. Maybe he never got um, never got a picture or something and was never able to put her face in. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could Maybe. be something as simple as that. It sure. was supposed to be somebody, and they, for some reason, they backed out or or whatever, so he never filled in her face because it was supposed to be someone specifically. There's there's one shot on the third page where, where when she's giving her husband a blowjob, you can actually see, like, the edges of glasses. Oh, yeah? In, in, yeah. in one yeah. shot. And, and it's weird. But it's just, but for it, nobody else is faceless in, the, in this story. You know, men, yeah. women, they're all, they all have faces and, and expressions. And uh, it's, it's very strange and it's very creepy. Yeah, needless to say, um, the poor girl does not lose the weight. And, and she finds out she doesn't lose the weight early in the comic. So the rest of it is just basically her figuring out you know is she really gonna have to be hung is she really gonna have to be hung is she gonna do it maybe she should just run away and 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 not do this but that's not gonna happen at all it's a lot of sex and a lot of uh of indian giving or whatever because the husband keeps adding different little stipulations to uh to the bet. I mean, if she loses, now they're going to they go They keep making the, it harder, the, the bet harder yeah. to win once it's agreed upon. Once it's agreed upon, it keeps getting more, they keep stacking the odds against her. Yes. Yeah. They, and they, everybody is very eager to, to, and, and, and if she loses the bet and doesn't survive the 20 minutes, they're going to eat her. You know, she's yeah. going to get cooked, put on a spit and eaten. They're going to take them, they're going to take them to a, uh, to a remote cabin in the woods that happens to be owned by a friend of his that's uh into eating people so that's that that freaks her out right there it, i forget what the guy's name is but she goes well isn't he the cannibal well yeah he's a cannibal but you know you're gonna be dead anyway you know not the best boyfriend or husband in the world to be honest with you and then he keeps or adding he? yeah keeps adding more people into because the she's she's enjoying it on some level she, yeah she 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 is enjoying it on some level she really wants that car and uh and and it turns out that there's another it turns out to be a big huge like orgy at this cabin that she didn't want anyone to see her being hung and and there's another girl thrown in the mix now who apparently had a bet uh, along the same lines and lost it. So now we have two women that are being hung. All right. Now can I can I bring in the quantum fucking upness of this story? Bring it in, please. The second girl they bring in is the slave of another woman. 
That woman being Marky Post, the actress from Night Court. Mar- yeah, Marky Post. Uh, she was the um, the uh, the female lawyer, right? Yeah, she was the the the, the defense lawyer. Yeah, the defense lawyer. So, so, so Marky ha- Post shows up with her girlfriend, and so that so Ali and the and Marky Post's girlfriend are both hanging. And it basically beca- it basically is sort of a contest of uh, who's who's uh, who's not really who's gonna make it longest, but if you know which 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 lady's gonna make it. And Marky Post, I must say, is an evil bitch in this. Yeah, she's not. She, she is not like she she makes the the girl perform cunnilingus on her, and she goes, "Well, maybe if you survive." Uh, I'll eat your pussy. Yeah. If the, and, after they cook it, ha ha ha, medium rare. She said, you know, she said, and you know, the girl's in like, has like, you know, is chained up and you know, oh, your yeah, standard S and M sort of. Um, oh sure. I mean, they they they. It's graphic. I mean, they 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 put they stuff her basically, and 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 they put um, dildos in all of their holes. And they keep making the contest harder. First As one, they're hanging. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you drop that dildo out, you automatically lose. They put nipple clamps on them and pierce their clits with, um, with uh, clothespins, and just, just graphic, graphic stuff, you know. And of course, whatever the the cannibal dude is getting all excited, he he wants to eat them both. So right now we have you know two chicks being hung, sex all around. And uh, well, our heroine does make it, and she's had yeah. After having a whole inner monologue during the whole time. Oh yeah, there's a lot of inner monologue. Lots of inner monologue, yes. And and she does make it. She passes out, but she makes it. And of course, the cannibal says to her husband, "Hey man, come on, let's just go ahead and cook them all up." And no, no, you know he's like, anything. The cannibal's just like, "Hey, she's out cold right now. I could uh, I could do her real quick, and we could have both of them for lunch." And the husband's like, "Nope, nope, she want to bet." (laughs) Really want to eat square, fair and square, haha. Yeah. And and the last, you know, she finally as she she wakes up, he's like, "Well, good job, hon. Here's the keys to your new car. Oh, thank you." And and you get this picture of of them inserting the spit into the other girl, and she is just, you know, he's gonna go light the coals, and she's just sitting there ready to be turned on the spit, you know, and a little bit of fat dripping here and there, and a big to be continued. <laughs> I don't know. That's why they did two. Well, Ali was. That's why they put a second girl in there so Ali wouldn't get eaten at the end, so they could do part whatever happens in part two. Yeah, I mean, this was a comic, man. It, you know, this was a. It wasn't a, a comic that you would that you pay four dollars for now and you're finished reading in you know two minutes. This was a comic that that took you a while to read. And this was it, not. This was not just uh you know a, a um, Tijuana Bible where it was just like dumb dialogue and and fucking this had no. a good amount of thought in it pages are laid out you know it's could you see this made as a as a short film or a movie yeah uh, yeah the most evil sociopathic <laughs> movie ever i mean this is like there's so i mean there's this i have to say is probably our most fascinating thing to me that we've discovered on uh, the first time I read it, I was just like, oh my god, there's so many levels of things going on in here to analyze. 
and then the second time I read it before the show to just sort of refresh myself on it, I sort of, I, I like the first time reading it, I don't know, I had some distance on it. And this time reading it, I was pe- like maybe paying more attention, but like it was just like profoundly like disturbing and just like, this is like ugly. Like <laughs> this is an ugly, like weird, ugly side. Like this is profoundly disturbing, which means yeah. there's, yeah, there's a lot to unpack out of this. There is, and it made me want to look up set more and yes. find out and this you, guy I, I did too artist you, you hit pay yeah, dirt where I, did. I didn't there wasn't a lot but I did find the Wikipedia entry on a German on the German Wikipedia website which I had translated into English because I don't read it a German and it turns out that uh, Dolset is the name of a Canadian well it's a, it's a pseudonym for a Canadian comic book artist and he was a part of a network of private individuals in the 80s, which would which would time up great for the Night Court girl, you know. Right, in the right. 80s in the United States, who in writing and in some cases uh, were, were very, became um, associated with this type of, of comic, you know. Um, and God knows what, I tried to say it and I fuck it up every time. It's called uh, Dulcet Gen- Genery became a... Uh, a generic term for gyno, what is it? Gynophagia. Gynophagia. God, you the, say the, that. The basically. urge to eat women for sexual gratification. Yeah, the fetish of a person becoming Consume food. women, not eat women. Yeah. The fetish of a person <laughs> becoming That's just food for someone else. <laughs> food for someone else as a fantasy. And, uh, and and that's what he he specialized in his and him you know I couldn't figure out if it's more than one I looked at some of the other um, comics under that had his name on them and they all looked like they could be drawn by the same person but but it, some of them could it, be someone yeah. copying them though yeah you know? some of them looked like they were drawn on Mac Paint you know not yeah. like crudely drawn on Mac Paint but they were drawn on a computer you know where this this one we're looking at was obviously pen on paper you know. It looks like pencils with light, like heavy pencils, you know, before ink, with maybe yeah, some little inking on it, you know. Most of his work is black and white, and uh, it was widely circulated in, uh, and this is the time, you know, before internet, so I would assume that you would probably get these in the mail if you belong to certain groups, you know, you could get this in. He did a lot of commission work, um, and back in 1997, so we're taking a huge jump now. Uh, Dolset stories were collected by a woman named Karen <laughs> and displayed on a website. Dolset contacted Karen, gave her his unpublished material to date, and he also drew two new stories and various new frames with her fantasies. So that that adds uh, a little bit of fire to your idea that maybe the, that girl is blank because it could have been one of those stories right. that that he gave her and that draws you know that reading this it makes it sound like hey that could be the reason why she does not have a face you know you know if he's drawing other people's fantasies then there's your reason you know like you said he never got paid or he never got his uh, a picture or for whatever reason so we send it to this woman uh named karen and and she put them she put them out you know she did a couple of of stories for her and that's how they were were discovered and that's how you found them, you know. He he uh, 
The focus of the pictures is mostly one or several women who are being killed and at least uh, at their own request or by force, they are skewered and roasted, beheaded, hung, shot, and in most of his stories, the women are eaten, uh, sexually uh, motivated cannibalism. And clearly sexually uh, explicit and uh, well, there's just you know that that's what it is. Take it to, and and there are a lot of comics with the dull set stamp on them, and so many so that like you had mentioned, it became pretty much uh, just what like you a would catch for a generic the, phrase. Uh, yeah, for extreme BDSM stories, but um, man, and well, the the story about uh the woman Karen um, collecting them and then getting her, her story on there sort of backs up one of my big theories about this. Whereas I think, you know, these are drawn by a man and they're very creepy. They're, no matter how you slice them, they're very creepy. Yeah. Um, because a, this is, it's not my thing. So it's not pushing those buttons. It's all pushing creepy buttons. But I think these are made for women. I think primarily the people who are getting their horn on over this are women. And that's well, the, the weird thing about there's There's a di dynamic that runs through a lot of these. And that's, well, I mean, it's pornography. So everybody's young and good looking except for except for the cooks. Yeah. The cooks are yeah. always creepy old middle-aged, like creeper serial killer-looking guys who are just like, "Hi there, I'm where I can't wait to cook you," you know. And I'm imagining that Dulcet probably drew himself as one of the cook guys. I could see that, and that falls in line with a lot of the the videos that I saw. Most of them were women on women eating each other. Uh, I didn't. The only one was the Muppet one, where a guy was uh, carrying was he was actually cooking with a woman. <clears throat> but most of them were all women on women, so that falls right on with your theory as well. That that you know, all of our hundreds of women listeners, please chime in and let us let us know. Well, another observation. I'm I'm going to get all like analytical now. Another observation is it seems very um um. Like I have a, my note is uh, this 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 is like sociopath fantasies. This is like this is what sociopaths. It's all like, I mean, this is about as the extreme of power dynamics that you can get. Yeah. And and you know when I was thinking cannibalism porn, I thought it was gonna go in the way of like cannibal movies, like with a tribe capturing people and eating them, or something like that, or serial killer direction. Um, I'm not. I wasn't counting zombies because zombies are undead, so they're not really humans eating humans. It's just humans getting eaten. So it's similar to like if a lion eats someone, but um, the 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 just the power dynamics of of this are weird and there's it has all these strange elements to it like um almost all of them you know deal with some sort of society or cult and the people see the people are well you know they're well off powerful they're the beautiful people you know yeah. 
they're the beautiful people who have everything to live for and uh and you know there's there there's the 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 you know there's one comic where you know they go to a grocery a cannibal grocery store and they've got all the parts laid out on the table you know and stuff so they all concern like these cults or old like almost like mason groups you know or secret societies that have been around and they have this whole you know way of dealing with you know at one point she goes to the bank and withdraws ten thousand dollars so in case she dies yeah it looks like she ran out of town you know so they've got it all figured out how to deal with the bodies and stuff so like it's there's this whole element of someone in the prime of their life not only voluntarily just being like yeah just waste waste me and waste my life and consume me for instant for just you know momentary grat- gratification you know and that and and i think there's an ele- i think the element uh, like the male element that gets into that is super super scary <laughs> yeah. there's no there's no doubt about who holds all the power in this comic and she definitely wants to be dominated over because yeah, she she cedes the power because at every yeah. point and they make sure that at every at every point usually in this the the women are like you know they're they're consensually going through with it and there's a and you know they they're always like you know it could be scary I could be dead but that's very exciting you know so it's like almost like I guess the subtext is enjoy the now. <laughs> Yeah. Or, but the subject is, I mean, that's on one level, but as you get deeper, it's sort of like enjoy the now at the cost of all, you know, even your own life or, you know, it's, it's worth it for you to just give your life for someone's gratification at a moment in, in, in the stratas of power, you know, up in the upper levels of power. It, It reminds me a lot of, um, and this is long before that, but it reminds me of uh, like the movie Eyes Wide Shut, you know, with the, the orgy scene at the end of Eyes Wide Shut, where you're just like, oh, what are the rich people getting up to? That's pretty creepy. And uh, sounds perfect. But why the night court girl? Did he just like her? This is what I'm wondering. Did somebody write in and say, I have the hots for Marky Post, you know, from Night Court. I want her, you know. You know, I could totally see someone like that, and and one of the guests at the party is Marky Post from Night Court, and Dulce going, okay, whatever, you know. Whatever. And, and somebody somebody wrote <laughs> that. Ask for bull. But you know, you'd think if it was somebody who commissioned it, they might have wanted to see Marky Post get eaten. But she's a dominant one in this. Yeah. You know, she's just a so. So I don't know. Maybe it was somebody. Maybe it was commissioned by someone who wanted to be eaten by Marky Post. Or let's get even more fun about it. Maybe it was Marky Post who commissioned this. I'm sure Marky Post is out there listening and going, "Damn it, they found it! After all these years, they found it." Well, let's let's rip a story from the right from the pages of the news today. The girl from um, was it Lois and Clark from one of those? Oh God, yes. Okay, I'm not as I'm not as crazy like crazy like that's crazy. All right, imagine imagine people who are into S and M and domination and stuff like that. 
and they read comics like this, or let's say they read com not comics exactly like this about getting eaten and killed, but say they're they're into like kind of extreme bondage stuff, where they they're reading stories about somebody who you know in in BDSM somebody will own, like own someone like a slave. You're my sex slave. And, you know, you go out and you do your life, but they make them wear Benoit balls or, you know, whatever, yeah, yeah. you know, domination stuff. And, you know, stories of where, where and the stories are often like that sex cult, you know. Oh, you're in the cult. You sign yourself over to, your, to have sex. We brand you, you, you know, you. Now, you're uh, talking, uh, uh, to get it correct, you're talking Allison Mack. And is small, that her name? Not yeah. Lois and Clark. Uh one, one of those yeah. WB yeah, shows. Allison Mack, uh, Chloe Sullivan, uh, right. who I had a big crush on. Yeah, that that is an incredible story. Well, I, when I, I hear that story, I think, and not, not to go victim-blaming on it, because I'm sure something like that could happen and go too far, but if you have, like, a bunch of rich Hollywood people that are, like, have been able to have whatever kind of sex they want and are into weird stuff and are into bondage and stuff, I could see people cooking up, you know, uh, same with um, R. Kelly. Yeah. Uh, um, cooking up a whole thing and saying, like, look, you come here and you live as my sex slave and stuff like that, and I can see people going, okay, you know, because that's their that is actually their fantasy and and some people you know it's probably only a small portion of people who are into S&M and stuff that will commit that much to it but they they're going like hey you know here's my chance to live the life that I've been beaten off to for you know 20 years or whatever and you know I could actually do it in reality and and of course probably it probably in reality it's not it doesn't turn out like it does in their pornographic no. stories, and and they end up running away and going like, "Holy shit, that was crazy!" You know, I've been abused, and they were abused. But I could see like like the R. Ke R. Kelly not as much because he has an abusive past anyway. But I could see the whole that whole sex cult thing Cinematic. starting yeah. out as a consensual thing and, and and maybe even for the most part being a consensual thing where people were like i want to be dominated you know so i i sign i sign over my bank account to you and stuff and it and it totally and you know people are like that's a cult and it's like yes it is a cult and it's a cult specifically designed for people who want to be in a cult you know they, they want to be dominated and, and have no responsibility. Take the responsibility of taking all my money, take all my stuff and tell me what to do. And then I just have to do it. And that's all I have to worry about in my life, you know. And that's not a far stretch at all. And, and it makes me, you know, it, it makes sense that a guy like Dolcet in whatever, uh, you know, however he got his his commissions, this was a safe way for someone to do exactly what you just described. Yes. You know, someone, I can do this in, in a little comic. I don't need to really go and do this. I don't want to take it that far, but I, I do fantasize about it. So here's a guy that, that will that will draw out my fantasies. I wish I could see, I could find what he drew out for this girl, Karen. But, but yeah, here it's a safe way to do what you exactly described. You know, Allison Max should have went this route if she could have found him. She uh, probably did go this route no? for a while and then then stepped up at some point, you know, it was like, hey, you know, why couldn't, you know, 
I mean, say stepping up into cannibalism, there are people who do that, and there are people who've had sort of weird little cannibal that not like a big cult of this, but there's been like couples and stuff who've done weird shit like this, you know, where they're like, let's kidnap somebody and do weird rituals with them and stuff. So, you know, there's always going to be that small percentage who take the extra step, but it's it's a, a lot easier to imagine someone taking the step into signing their life away, you know, as a slave than for sexual reasons than it is to be a cannibal. But I totally, you know, that's why I don't get as, as like, tutty about that story. It's I, I was like... It sounds like a uh, S&M club that was way more, you know, way more committed than the usual ones. And then, and then, of course, as time goes on, seeing as how they advanced from, like, fantasizing about it to living it. Yeah, you have to imagine yeah. once they start living it, it advances into it advances into grades because it just does, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so... Oh. So Give me it, more. And it eventually went bad. And, you know, that's. It, it, I don't know. You know, we'll have to wait for all the books to come out about it, but yeah. I'm sure they will. Well, give me more Dulcet any day. You know, I've I, I made me want to, you know, check out a little more of this. Not not that I'm into the cannibalistic stuff, but I it, it was. It it's was fascinating. It's fascinating and a better read than a lot of the comic books that I'm paying good money for right now. And with that, I think it's time for us to rate our artwork. <laughs> on a on a scale of one to ten, uh, what would you give? Uh, I'm giving him an eight point five. You know, eight? maybe you know. I mean, it, with a higher budget, it could he could be up into a nine. He's a very he's a, he he does what he's supposed to do, and it tells it's a it's a the fact that it's so disturbing is that he's is is partially due that he's such a good artist. Yeah, I and he is such a good. And I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna go. I'm judging this against, of course, Emmanuel, which, which I probably shouldn't. But I'm gonna give him a seven, a solid, a solid seven, because I think that that some of the artwork was a little rushed in places, you know. And yeah. I think maybe his uh, his uh, composure on some of the panels could have been a little bit better, you know. But but you can't. But the clip piercing and all that with the little snap sounds up there it was it was good he's a solid a solid emmanuel's classy this is like this is like combination underground comic like an underground porn comic mixed with horror well you know if 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 you're not if this is not your fetish this is what it is if it's your fetish this is porn pure and simple just straight up porn but for me it's like conspiracy theory stories, yeah, dark horror, social commentary, maybe not on a conscious level, but on what's driving the fantasies and the power and the way the people are in it. There's there's a you know, there's a lot to put it within our society and and our social strata and the the way power is meted out and our it's it's just potent and filled with with energy it's too bad it's about killing and eating people <laughs> you know it loses i mean if he just did it. straight up like sexy stories they would be this he would be very erotic you know yeah. his art style is really good 
I imagine by doing this really niche stuff, I'll bet you he made a lot of money doing this oh, yeah. back in the day before, especially before the internet, you know, and he was probably like nobody, you know, there were probably other people doing cartoons, but they were probably crap. Yeah. And th this guy is like, this guy is probably an illustrator. He was probably doing ads and stuff like that on uh, for his jo real job. And, and it holds up. I mean, this was done in the 80s, and I didn't really realize it was the 80s until you, you gave me the Night Court reference. And then I said, okay, yeah, the hairstyle does look a little 80s, but it could have been done today just as easily as... Uh, yeah, well, I mean, the... the it's got that the hairstyles are a bit the, the hairstyles aren't extremely 80s yeah but it you know i mean and when, and when you place it in the 80s you got that whole yuppie thing going on yeah. too so this is almost beyond yuppie this is almost like what the upper you know what the the very yeah. richest people do is they eat each other <laughs> the aristocrats the aristocrats oh my god <laughs> Another show we could do on that joke. Not to be confused with the Aristocats. Yes, no. Although no. the Aristocats could make an appearance in, in in the Aristocrats at some point. Who knows? Well, I, I thank you for for uh, for a fun topic, one that I that I was wasn't sure that 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 would fly, but I think, but as I get into, I really really enjoyed it. I think I'm gonna look up some more of this guy's stuff. And uh, I would I I would I wish that it's probably like way unaffordable i would love to get like what like the photocopies or however they i'd like to see how this was printed up yeah back I in mean, the day i'm betting i'm betting you got this on a fax machine i'll bet you that's why the art style is black and white and is like stark as it is it's like you know blacks and whites not an awful lot of detailing there's cross hatching and detailing but it could go through a fax machine and it would just yeah, come out it, as gray it, it, you know so, uh, yeah, you're right. It could have been. Yeah, yeah. I'll bet you people fax this stuff all around to each other. Oh sure. Who knows what generation this one was? But, but yeah, it was fun. It was a good look. And and if we do anything here at Beat It, we try and cover all ends of the spectrum. We go from one to the other. And who knows where we're going to bounce next next I, month? I was going to say we don't know where we're going next, but I know there will be more sunlight than there is right now. <laughs> Whatever Absolutely. we do next. Absolutely. <laughs> so there you go, folks. It's uh, a little comic news for you. Go ahead, and uh, we gave you the website. Check it out. I think I think you'll find it interesting. Quote unquote interesting yeah <laughs> and with that uh just remember just uh have a good night or day sleep on your back and uh we'll see you next month don't get too fat don't get too thin otherwise yeah. uh and, and remember be tasty. The, hands and, the hands and feet are worthless unless you're making soup <laughs> <laughs> they make good necklaces though oh yeah bones clinking I have a heart, I swear I do But just not, baby, when it comes to you I get so hungry when you say you love me If you know what's good for you I think you're hot, I think you're cool You're the kind of guy I'd stalk in school But now that I'm famous, you're up my anus Now I'm gonna eat you, fool I eat boys up Breakfast and lunch Then when I'm thirsty I drink their blood Carnivore animal I am a cannibal I eat boys up You better run
If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks. Got it in the tip of my tongue. Come on. Uh, oh, golly, I'm nervous. Let me see. Oh, Alexander Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Henry Dumbass.